Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your holiday host as always, Jeff Stormer. That's right, this was once again our annual Christmas Spectacular, and as is tradition, I am joined by my good friend Brandon Leon Gambetta. Brandon, you know from Passione de las Passiones, from Protean City Comics, from Stop, Hack, and Roll, from all of his previous appearances on Party of One, one of my favorite guests, one of my favorite people. I am so, so happy to sit down with Brandon, especially because this year we are playing a Christmas story game. Inspired by the inescapable holiday classic, A Christmas Story Game, invites players to relive one eight-year-old child's best Christmas ever. As retold by an adult narrator looking back on the various trials and tribulations leading up to that one fateful Christmas where they got that one fateful gift that was everything they wanted and more. It's honestly lovely. It is absolutely delightful, charming, Wonderful. I can't wait for you to hear it. Be sure to check the show notes for more information about a Christmas story game, as well as all the podcasts and things that Brandon is a part of, because they're all very, very good. I can't recommend them enough. You can find more information about all of that stuff in the show notes below. And with that, I really don't want to waste any more time. So let's go ahead and throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, teacher me. This week, I am so, so excited to be joined once again by my good, good friend, Brandon Leon Gambetta. Brandon, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Jeff, thank you so much for having me. This is one of my very favorite Christmas traditions. I feel like I may have said that last year also. I feel like we both say that every year and it never stops being true. It, it really is. Um, like It is at a point that, uh, that I told my wife that I was going to be on Party of One and she was like, oh, that's so nice. You're going to have such a good time with it and everything like that. Uh, so I'm just, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having I'm me. I'm happy to have you. I... I, it's funny because like, um, so um, peeling back the curtain a little bit, I, it's funny because usually we record, I usually always say we record about a month and a half to two months out, like between Uh-oh. six and eight weeks is about our standard. Uh, this is about, we're recording this about three, maybe a little under three weeks to when the episode, episode actually drops yeah, yeah. exclusively. Cause I had said like, this is the Christmas special. This is a holiday thing. We are doing it in December in like when it is full holiday, we are in full holiday swing. Uh, so that we can really get the full experience. Yeah, I'm, I am deeply in that holiday magic. There is, you can I am see as there's well. a wreath behind me. There's actually a second wreath also behind me. We've got the tree set up. We're we're deep in it over at the LG household. I am, I'm big into it. I've cracked out my three-month vintage eggnog at this point. We brewed this in probably right before Labor Day, I think. Uh, and so it's it's ready. It is ready. It is ready. I am ready. This is, this is, I've been looking forward to this for a long time, especially because, Brandon, do you know what we're playing this week? I do know what we're playing this week, but you should tell the kind listeners. We are playing a Christmas story game. That is the name. That is the premise. It is everything that I love. I'm so excited. Um, It is a holiday themed coming of age story for two to five people that is going to, in in the vein of the holiday classic, A Christmas Story, recreate a moment set in our collective childhood in which we tell the story of the best Christmas ever. And I could not be more excited. There is one thing that I think is really important to highlight in the pitch for the game is the use of the word yesteryear, which if, if you yes. didn't know that it was super Christmassy, that's, that's so important. I'm so excited. It's and, and also it says in the in the rules that we should have our, our friends holiday themed sweaters and some spiked eggnog. So we are both yes. right on right, right on point with the yeah, rules. I've got some almond nog. 
because I went to the grocery store and uh, all of the nog that they had there that was regular nog was expired. So I went with almond. Yeah, uh, for some reason I felt like uh, expired eggs and milk was not what I wanted to be drinking on Party of One. <laughs> not, not the best experience. <laughs> Uh, all right well let's let's get into it let's get rolling um so how this is going to work we are going to narrate the days leading up to our protagonist's best christmas ever um we are both going to be controlling the same character we're going to be retroactively narrating things from our adult self as telling the story of our childhood experiences and then as we do that we're going to hop into some vignettes and tell some stories on the like in the in the moment as we kind of reflect back in the same way that the holiday classic A Christmas Story kind of plays out, that it is Ralphie's story as told by an adult Ralphie. Uh, I'm really excited. It's a movie. I love the movie, honestly. It's a great movie. It's I, I love all of the, I love just all of the nostalgia of Christmas and all of just the, just doing it, you know, and just like having, I do. To taking on that joy and like just going, yes, I'm going to just celebrate and for me personally, my my one private little moment or my one my one personal little moment is I think the closing shot or the closing scene of A Christmas Story uh, when it's the old man mm-hmm. and mom are sitting together and like looking at the tree and they're like, we did it. We did it. Like, it's the most perfect like Christmas as an yeah. adult thing that like I've we ever pulled seen this off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's that it's that it's it is a moment that brings me to tears every time I see it, which is usually five or six times on the on the day itself. <laughs> oh, I love it. Love it. All right. So here's how this is going to work. I'm going to lose track of where my PDF is first and foremost. There it is. Got it. We're back. OK, so here's how this is going to work. Um, we have gotten settled. It's time to create our protagonist. We have a letter to Santa to fill yes, out. We do. That is where the story begins, and that is where we're going to roll with. First, I got to find the last page. All right. So we have a letter to Santa. Uh, (laughs) This is going to tell us who our our protagonist is. It's going to pull from elements of each of our respective childhoods, as are the vignettes that we're going to play. Sounds good. Uh, Here's what I think we should do. Do you want to go back and forth and throw it to one another, like like each blank throw to the other person? Sure, we could do that. All right. Do, would you like to take the first one or the second one? Oh, uh, I'll take the second one. Okay. That first one, I, I hate names. Names are so hard for me still. That's fine. Um, so I, the, I think the one question that I would ask you, and this is an off mic question. Um, do you feel Brandon that the character should be Latinx or not? I'm totally good either way. Okay. Um, if, if you'd like, if here's my thinking. Uh, if we would like them to be Latinx, maybe we should swap it, and then I'll introduce okay. the name. Okay. Because uh, that way, that way, it's. Uh, I think that'll that'll just like feel a little better. Do you want to do that? Okay, I think so. I yeah, I think so. I just want to make sure that like you know we're we're opening. A, I want to make sure that you you Brandon have space to to do whatever you want with the character, and so I wanted to make sure to throw that Thank out. You, I appreciate that. So, Brandon, why don't you take the first, why don't you take, why don't I throw to you for the first prompt, and then we'll kind of roll from there. So, my name is blank. I am nine years old. You probably remember me from last year. What is the name of our uh, our, our nine-year-old protagonist? Uh, my name is Luis. I'm nine years old. You probably remember me from last year. I was the, um, I was the black-haired, I was the black-haired boy who was wearing the, what color snowsuit? <laughs> 
Ooh. Let's let's get let's go with red, like nice and like a big bright color for it. All right, I have been I have been blank good this year. I've been pretty good this year. That feels right. Yeah, this is this is maybe how good I was different years. I you know like here's the thing. <laughs> I was not a bad child. No, me neither. But I was a doubting. I was a, a surprising no one. I was a neurotic child. <laughs> I I wasn't like I didn't get into big trouble, but I consistently got into little trouble. Fair, yeah, d- fair, uh, very fair point. It, it wasn't like it wasn't like my teachers would go, uh, "Oh no, Brandon is my in my class. This is a nightmare." It would be like halfway through the first month that they'd go, "Oh, Brandon's in my class. This is going to be a trial." This is going to be difficult. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I was an excessively good kid, but I was a child that doubted myself constantly. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> I was a very, I was a very old man of a child. Like, oh, I did this. It wasn't right. I shouldn't have done it. And then they'd be like, Jeff, it was not. <laughs> poor Jeff. So I've been, I've been pretty good this year. I'm pretty good this year. Um, I would like blank for Christmas. Are, are, when do we want to set this? Do we want to set this in the time of our childhoods? I think so. I think we're roughly the same age, I, I believe. Think so. All right. At the same time, we're going to say our age. Three, right. Wait, two, two, one. One, 31. 31. All right, perfect. Nice. Yeah, let's set this in our childhood, which would have been the early 90s. Perfect. Wait, when is your birthday? My birthday is August 21st. Okay, April 13th. All right. So as your elder, yes, yeah, all of this gets cut. None of this makes sense. No. <laughs> okay. So what what is something that we would have liked in what would that be like 95, 96? 95, 96, yep. I have a very very hyper specific object that I that that falls into this. Okay. Cuz it is a hyper specific thing that I super wanted when I was that age and did not get. Let's hear it. What is it? And I remember because it like I saw it in a store and said I saw it in a store. And then I saw it in an issue of Toy Fair magazine, which was the toy collectors magazine that I was a subscriber to. (laughs) Um, I would like the X-Men, the giant size X-Men number one (laughs) six figure collector set for Christmas. Oh my god. It had all six of the X-Men that were introduced in Giant Size X-Men number 1. So it had Colossus, Nightcrawler, uh Starfire, Storm, Phenomenal. Wolverine and Cyclops. They were all in there. Were they, were they like standard sized like action figures? Yeah, they were like the standard 6-inch action figures. Amazing. I love this. Uh my parents are guardian says I can't have one because reason, but I need one because I need one. <laughs> Uh, who do we, who do we want to say? Who's our discipl- disciplinarian in this? Who is our disciplinarian? Um, I'm I'm thinking of like Christmas movies, and mm-hmm. the problem is that like Christmas movies go so back and forth on like having like mm-hmm. the mom that's realistic and doesn't want you to have the thing, or the dad that is business and therefore bad, and both of those are enjoyable. Uh if unfair presentations of people living their lives and doing the best they can. Well, let me throw, let me throw to you in the spirit of this game. Like who is the person in your life that would tell you, you were not getting a particular thing. My parents mostly wouldn't tell me that I wasn't getting it. I just wouldn't get it. 
That's fair. So uh, my mom was very like upfront about it. They so from a fairly young age, like I didn't. From a fairly young age, like we knew the deal with okay. Christmas. Uh, so my parents were very upfront about like. Um, so I'm gonna answer the next two ones if that's okay, because. My mom says I can't have one because they sold out at the store, <laughs> like which was a very real thing that happened to me on Christmas because I had like asked for it. And my mom, like two weeks before Christmas, went, yeah, we went back to the KB toys. They did not have that. <laughs> like she's like, she's like, I asked about it and they said it was a limited edition thing that they're not oh, going to get again. Oh, no, limited edition. And I was like, OK, well, then get me these action figures instead. And it worked out perfect. Uh, I need one because. The fact that it's need one makes me want to just, like, that drags me into, like, this fantastical space that I don't know if we want to go into. (laughs) Because, like, my immediate thought is just, like, X-Men, toys, I need one because I need to save the future. (laughs) But it's, like, so (laughs) absurd. It's probably a little gonzo for what we're going for. So I, I like that a lot. And I think, like, I like that a lot, and I think it pairs nicely with what my answer was going to be, which is, I need one because it completes my X-Men collect. Like, it completes my X-Men roster. (laughs) So, what if it's, I need one because I can't, I can't have my X-Men defeat the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants without a side, without a Colossus and a Nightcrawler. Yes, absolutely. Like, they have to be there. They're the, they're the heart and soul of the X-Men, and I need them represented on my team. And I love that we called out the specifically Colossus and Nightcrawler. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Because they're my because they're my favorite. Yeah. Signed nickname. Hmm. What's a nickname for Luis? I don't know if there even is one. Uh I, I was gonna go Lou or Louie. Lou or Louie could work. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Man, I I looked up Luis nickname, and boy mm-hmm. was the internet not helpful. <laughs> great yeah when it, google was like uh google was like hey here's some nicknames for the name salvador <laughs> wow thanks here's luis written in like 12 different fonts <laughs> that's what i needed thank you so do you want to go with lou or louis let's go lou yeah. Lu- louis lou i like because i think like it feels like that feels like a very reluctant yeah nickname. yeah yeah because that feels like an old man definitely nickname. i feel like that's the nickname that he has at school and mm-hmm. like his his family would never call him that, but like yeah, uh, people struggled with Luis and Lewis mm-hmm. long enough that he eventually just like relented that it could be Lou, and that he would he would just live this life. All right, and so with that, that's our letter to Santa, and now we're gonna we're gonna build we're gonna do a few warm up vignettes, and then we're gonna get into the story itself. Perfect. Do you mind real quick? reading off or saying off the name of that toy again in full so i can say it in full every time we reference it uh it is the giant size x-men number one six figure collector set excellent i had most of it which if you google is a real thing and you can see the real action figures that's amazing yeah i had giant size x-men number one collector set but the six figure is going to be important the six figure is important yeah now, wait, I got to figure out who the actual six figures were. Cyclops was not in it. Cyclops, in fact, was the only person in the ex- in the in the set that was not in it. That's which is so important bizarre. To know. Instead of Cyclops, I got so it's um 
It's Nightcrawler. Co- oh, and Wolverine is also not in it. I guess because they assume you already have a Cyclops <laughs> yeah, and a Wolverine. Those, yeah. So it's, it's a Colossus, Nightcrawler, Storm, um, Thunderbird, Banshee, and Sunfire. Wow. And I needed this set. I needed it real badly. Yeah, there is... I don't know a, wor- a world where Banshee is sold in their own... No. <laughs> you can no, get Banshee you, without other you're people. Not, you're, not getting ban- you're not getting Banshee. What kid is going to Toys R Us and going like, that one? Oh, give me Banshee. He's got the wings that he screams yeah. and flies with. Yeah. Need it. Although, uh, <laughs> my, my parents constantly make fun of me because when I was a kid, we went to Disney World once and um, and I insisted on getting a Jiminy Cricket toy. <laughs> Which is also the most old man choice it's you extreme, can make. It's an extremely old man. So I, I somewhere might still have like a, a stuffed Jiminy Cricket toy. I love it. I love yeah. it so much. All right. So we've made our Mad Lib letter. So we've made our Mad Lib letter. We're going to do a few vignettes to warm things up. Uh, vignettes are just short scenes. Um, they're framed to highlight a specific moment in the protagonist's life and holiday experience. A few things to keep in mind. We have to have the main character present because the, mm-hmm. we're telling this story. Um, there has to be a reference to the holiday season, winter, Christmas, something like that, whether it's central to the scene or it's just like around. And then we're shining a light on what it's like to grow up. Okay. Like we're shining a light on what it on like our growing up experience. Perfect. We're telling the little stories. So the first few vignettes we're going to do. Uh, We're going to do an introduction to our protagonist. We're going to show them in a store, on the street, or on the internet, pining over the thing that tops their wish list. Um, We're going to make it clear why the protagonist wants it and what they'll what they why they'll do whatever they can to get it. Perfect. So where do we see uh, where do we see Lou at the start of our story? Well, not the internet. Not on the internet. The internet was the internet was prodigy at this point. Yeah. I, I feel like where I, where I like really would like lust over a toy mm-hmm. would be in like magazines, like That's toy fair. magazines. Yeah. I say that would you had also. Yep. Okay. And the other place I would do it is it would be toy magazines and it would be in the mall. Oh, because I grew up in like too. suburban Jersey where there were a lot of malls. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could do like at the school. Mm-hmm. in some place with yep. like a magazine. I like that. Or we could do like at the mall amid all of the bustle and chaos. And I think both of those could be like, they they can't, they set up the movie a little bit differently. One of them is very like, like spectacle feeling mm-hmm. and one, it feels really quiet. So which direction do you want to go? I don't know. What are you feeling? I kind of feel like, I feel like for my like holiday experience, yeah. I kind of think bustle is the right way. Let's to go. go with bustle then. I think we open, especially because there are sirens that you are here that the listeners will be hearing because I'm done waiting. I have good news for um, you. I also will be picking up some sirens sometimes. Great. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah. So it is, you know, I think it is very um, the scene that we get is very um, Christmas vacation, right? Mm-hmm. That opening in the mall where it's just like a, 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 a it's just, you know, chaos. Yeah. And it's a lot of quick shots of like cha-chings and credit cards and lights and music. There is a, a true to life mall detail that is uh, has been referenced a few times. There's a statue of an elephant that is a fountain. Okay. 
<laughs> the elephant is decorated for Christmas. It's got like four wreaths around its trunk. Yep. Yeah. So what else are we what else are we seeing and where are we seeing our character? Like where are we introduced to our character? I think we we also have we have to have like Santa in the middle, right? Yeah. Or you know what? Let's be more true to Malls. A sign that says that Santa's going to be there and a line <laughs> yes. of people waiting for Santa be, to be there. Yes. Um and it's like a it is a um it's like a whole elaborate display. Oh yeah. So you can't actually see Santa. Like no. you don't get to see Santa from the outside. Yeah, you have to go inside. You have to to wait in line to to get your to get your Santa fix. Um, but I think that's not where Luis is. I feel like. Let me know if you like this or not. Yep. Uh, I feel like we've been to the toy store, mm-hmm. and now he's in like a kind of like hole in the wall comic shop. Oh, for sure. Mall has. Oh God, yeah. Oh and my they've God. Got, they've got like two of them left yep and like this is this is definitely like not a comic shop that like really caters to kids no it's the kind of comic shop where like you walk in and like the kind of seedy owner just like watches you like the the, 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 the counter is in the corner and he just like watches where you go it doesn't matter like who you are or like where you where you are just like watches you and like the moment the moment louise walks in and i think maybe the first like line from the movie is the comic shop owner saying we don't sell pokemon cards and i think we get a back and forth shot of like the owner like like says that and we cut back to we cut back to to louis and he's sitting there and he's staring up at the the giant size x-men number one six figure collector set and we cut back and forth to just the three shots owner louis collector set owner louis collector set and it's just and (laughs) <laughs> can we can we do like voiceover yeah. okay um ps check your dms real quick okay On yes Twitter? i need you to see what i i need you to see the picture yeah this 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 i'm sure will be helpful sent me a photo oh my god what is this elephant <laughs> this was this in, your is mall? in my mall listeners listeners you will find a picture of the elephant in the show notes please go look at this picture of a weird elephant is there is there a kid yes there is there's a child riding an elephant we paid are they are they yes we paid a lot of money for this statue of a child riding an elephant it was the weirdest fucking thing on the planet (laughs) and this was in yes burlington the burlington center the burlington center in mount holly new jersey Oh my god, that's incredible! Any, that's so. Weird. Anyway, give us, give us your, give us our, you, give us our voiceover monologue from adult, from adult Lou. You can see like parts where like the paint on it has been like rubbed mm-hmm. off at the knees. All right, Colossus, Nightcrawler, Storm, Thunderbird, Sunfire, Banshee, the six of them. Maybe not the six most important X Men. But the six I didn't have, and the six that would fulfill my collection and make this Christmas the only Christmas that mattered. And I think as you say that, we pan immediately to an animated montage. Um, (laughs) Apocalypse is destroying the planet, right? Like, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's achieved his full power. And it's, it's, you know, we we get a shot of, of, like, 
it's all very it's 96 so it's all very leafeld it's very jim lee it's very yeah. leafeld um and we are seeing uh you know we get this whole experience of like you know the x-men are beaten down and battered and we cut to cyclops with a broken visor um age of apocalypse wolverine is there with the one hand and they're just like if Perfect. only we had colossus and nightcrawler <laughs> we just come back and lou is just standing there as like is just standing up there like wide-eyed like mm. <laughs> until finally his mom just like comes in scoops him up and is like all right we, we have to go but but mom mom it's here they've got no, it here. i know i know I know, but like, I mean, it was, look, it was, it was $30 at the KB Toys. He has it listed for 90 <laughs> <laughs> And like the, the shop owner just is kind of like, he's, he's got, um, a whole bunch of like Warhammer mm-hmm. figures and he's painting them like in mm-hmm. the shop and just goes sold out everywhere. There's the last place you'll find them. Yeah, no, I know, which is why he's not getting them. He's got lots of X-Men figures. And he kind of like gives a shrug. And he says, someone will. And Luis just looks like heartbroken. Yep. <laughs> this this mean old comic shop man. Shop, man. <laughs> the, the antagonist of our, of our movie introduced in the first four seconds. <laughs> so I think that's the end. I think as we drag off. Yeah, I think that's the end. I think that. So, yeah. With just like him just like looking over his shoulder as he's being pulled yep. out. And then we cut. Uh, there definitely was Christmas music in the yep. beginning section. And then in the comic book store, it was like just like low level, like kind of classic yep. rock metal sort of sound. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Yes, exactly. We, we've, we've all been, been there. there. All right. So now we're going to get into a quick second vignette introducing the family, uh, letting, you know, show showcasing what family life is like. Then we're going to do, um, okay. I'd say we'll probably do time-wise probably two or three vignettes, maybe four quick ones. We'll probably maybe cool. do like one or two each, and then we'll go for our epilogue. Sounds um, great. So the second vignette is an introduction to our family. It's a scene where everyone is present. We're going to go around the table. We each, we're each going to introduce a member of the family. Uh, we'll each go around twice per the rules uh, around two-player games. And uh, so non, non-protagonist character creation. Essentially, all we're doing is name, relationship, quirk, and what they want for Christmas, which doesn't have to be a awesome. thing. No, yeah. So would you like to go first or should I? Um, Is this another thing that we're trying to like base on our It childhoods? can be. You can also pull from holiday movies or wherever you want to pull from. Okay, cool. I, w- I was just going to ask like, what your sort of sibling situation um, was like. So I have three brothers. I will pull from, okay. I will pull from one of them right now and say, um, your brother... Uh, your brother Mateo, who, uh, who is into whatever your parents are into, <laughs> and so and so wants a once like a, a fishing rod he doesn't quite know how to use yet. Phenomenal. He's he's um, sort of just regurgitating things he's heard he's heard uh he's heard dad say about fishing, and like doesn't fully grok it yet. That's fantastic. Um, let's. We've seen mom mm-hmm. briefly, but I want to introduce also uh, mm-hmm. dad. Uh, dad's name is Dad. Yep, sure, absolutely. That checks out. Dad, comma dad, who 
already bought himself everything that he wants for Christmas. Oh my god. Because he brings in the money, so he just bought the thing. <laughs> of course. Uh, and he wants everyone to be thankful to mom. Yes. He just wants everyone to treat mom nicely because mom's doing so much yeah, work. Yeah, I like it. I, I this, love this. Might be my dad. Uh, it's 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 my dad. It's my dad too. <laughs> my dad really is, is real specifically has bought himself everything. But, uh, like it can be like December fifteenth, and you've bought a thing. Like I've bought a thing for him, knowing that that's what he wants for Christmas, and then like. I go on, I go visit them, and he's like, oh yeah, I got this for myself yesterday. I, it's like, oh my I, God. I had that conversation with my mother last week, or last weekend, uh, like two days ago, or three days ago, where I was talking to her, and she goes, oh, I bought myself some new Michigan, Ohio State merchandise, and I was like, mom, it's December, <laughs> and you can't do this. We, someday, someday we all strive to be every day is Christmas, dad. <laughs> it's true. Um... <laughs> So also on the scene is um is um Uncle Raph. Uncle Raph is Uncle Raph is um Uncle Raph is weirdly combative with dad. It's dad's brother <laughs> who is weirdly combat like is like obsessed with friendly arguments. Amazing. And is obsessed with weird arguments with dad. But, like, friendly arguments, because that's, like, their love language for each other is just, like, bickering. And so we'll just throw things out and in the middle of conversation just be like, yeah, not like uh, disco music, which is great. And it's like, it's like, (laughs) you know that he's, you know that he hates disco. You know that dad hates disco. (laughs) Just setting it up. And all he wants for Christmas is one good argument with dad. (laughs) Uh, let's see. I I feel like I'm being greedy if I also intro mom. No, please. So, wh- why don't do, do you have an interest in in introing mom or not really? Yeah, I I I'm I'm all ears. Because I, I I feel like she like she she's important. We yeah. establish her. She's already in it. Yeah. Why don't you Why don't you take one part of it? We know mom's name is mom. We know it's mom, comma mom. mom. What's yeah. do you want to Do you want to lay out her quirk or what she wants? I think what she wants. Okay, because her quirk is her quirk is she oh she just she loves she loves um her quirk is that she tries real hard and this is a loving quirk from my own mother she tries real hard to like be into whatever the kids are into and just doesn't quite hit it (laughs) oh she she reads the X-Mans. She reads the X-Mans. Love it. That's adorable. I love that. Um and and she wants she wants to go see REM in concert. Okay. Uh they're they're not super clo- they're not going to be touring super close by, but it's like a little close by, so it'll be a bit of a trip and they'll have to figure out what to do about the kids. But uh but got to go see REM. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Um, so the vignette, the one that I want to throw out, the vignette here is, um, I'm going to throw out like, it is a Christmas party or it's like an early holiday party, right? Like, like, yeah, it is. Um, our family has a holiday or, or Lou's family has a holiday party, 
Um, like they tend to have they tend to have their holiday like family thing fairly early in the season, like the first weekend, just because like they do it on a weekend that's not the day of to save travel time. Nice. And so everyone is, you know, everyone's around and like everybody's dressed up nice, you know, like there's this there's a montage of like Lou getting his hair, you know, <laughs> lick, like lick the thumb, do the hair <laughs> and like, you know, scrub the cheek. Um, Mateo <sighs> and dad are just watching fishing shows and like have not moved. And mom is like, look, will you just look, will you get ready? Will you get ready? Will you get ready? And she's like managing like a thousand different things. There's people in the other room already, mm-hmm. uh, like already milling around. Uh, Uncle Raph is out there with them, and there uh, is um, there is a beautiful spread of food that is all like wrapped in saran wrap. And the second mom is like, "Will you get ready?" Dad's like, "I made every piece of food in that in that kitchen. I'm gonna sit here for a little while." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we get like just like a quick, uh, a quick couple of camera shots mm-hmm. of mom like giving him a look, and him giving back and like giving a little shrug, and then her glancing at like both of at both of us, but I mean not both of us, both of the kids, mm-hmm. and him giving kind of like a quizzical look, and she makes like a little like quick angry face, and he nods and just like leads us both into the leads uh Louis Louis and uh, Mateo into the other room. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, let's talk behavior for this party. Yeah, all right. No arguments, no fights. You behave. You're good. You're good. You're the picture perfect mm-hmm. children. Just for yeah, yeah. just for tonight. Yep. Gonna be on best behavior because uh Santa's watching mom real close saying, tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, really, 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 really good tonight. Because mom mom was saying that uh that there's, you know, those uh you know the the giant size X Men number one six figure collector set. Yeah, uh, the one that you haven't stopped talking about since July. I've heard of it. Uh, well, they 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 Cave Comics. Cave Comics has has two of them left, and she was saying that maybe if we are having good enough behavior, that we're showing citizenship, and and like then we get like the adult voiceover. Mom never said that. <laughs> not, Mom would not, never say that. Not a word. Mom told us a little bit about Santa every single year, whether we wanted to hear it or not. But she would never make any promises. She would never make any guarantees, and she would never attach a toy to a specific behavior. Because we were expected to be good every single day, but most especially on party night. So the party's happening. Everybody's around. Um, dun, 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 dun. What in the world? Dun, 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 dun. Oh my god, it's rough. The sirens too. <laughs> the sirens are the sirens are there. The sirens are in the background. Dun 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 dun. Dad dad's shoulders sloop or sl- like or slump down. <sighs> Raph's here. Um <laughs> opens the door and you know, it's got his like has his tie kind of like loosely tied, like not quite done right. Mm. Um, is wearing is wearing the apron because he's still deep in cooking, and yeah. Raph is wearing uh Raph is wearing leather jacket, Van Hagar t shirt, nice, <laughs> and has a plastic <laughs> bag in his hand. 
<laughs> uh, inside the plastic bag is uh, a two liter of Coke. Yep. Uh, a several uh, a, several brown paper bags that are clearly that are clearly his gifts. Yeah, yeah, and a a car magazine for Mateo <laughs> because last year Dad was kind of into cars. Yep. And a New Mutants magazine for Luis. And he's handed New Mutants and he just like looks down and it goes like, thanks, Raph. Hey, you better save that. New That's going to be valuable one day. I've heard big things. Yeah, yeah. New Mutants was a kissing book. <laughs> I didn't read New Mutants. I read X-Men. It's, if, it's not the, if it wasn't the flagship title, I wasn't interested. I feel so bad dunking on New Mutants because I love New Mutants so much. <laughs> this is where we've gone really off both. Oh, I love it though. I love it so much. I just I thought of making fun of New Mutants and had to keep it. So yeah, the parties, the party we want, we see the party happen, and right in the middle of, and like we get a few. Sh- or the, I'll, I'll say the closing shot that we see is like Luis is watching. It's just looking around, looking around, and sees like for a half a second, just sees um. Raph go yeah no I feel like it's gonna be I feel like it's a great great year I think we're all I think we're all doing really really well unlike the Eagles and dad like just goes just like you see him tense up you see his muscles tighten up and then we get Luis follow Luis's head we see a shot of mom and she just like bug eyed like don't don't (laughs) Dad just quietly, oh. like, nurses a nog. Luis has to solve this somehow. I think... Or is it too early to start solving this? I think things? it's too early. I, I, I think that we just hear a monologue go, that was, go, that was the first shot in the great dad Raph War of 1996. <laughs> Little did we know, the earth-shaking, explosive finale that would consume... The entire household. And then like a little thing pops up on screen that's like T minus nine days. <laughs> Perfect. And those are oh, our, those are our two vignettes. Going. Perfect. Now we're going to take certain scenes where we're going to establish. Uh, so I think I think in these I think for 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 time's sake, I think what we're going to do here is. um. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna have a few few quick scenes where we're gonna establish friends and the school teacher to establish the the two or three rites of passage that we're gonna play through. Okay. Um. So I think we'll do like a quick school scene. We'll do this kind of all in one quick school scene. Yeah. Where we introduce a character, we introduce a rite of passage. Um. Let's let's go ahead and just do two each. I think we'll be I think we'll be good on time in that case. We'll do two, we'll do four rites, four quick scenes of rites of passage. And then we'll introduce four characters, three and a teacher. Do you feel strongly about Sounds a teacher? Good. Do you feel strongly about friends? I want Luis's best friend to be a girl. All right, I'm, I'm cool with that. Because like, like I feel like there, there's too many stories that it's just like little boys trying to prove themselves to the world. And I, 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 I would like to add a note. I think it's fairly platonic because I think uh, mm-hmm. boy girl friendship, platonic friendships are rarely are rarely portrayed in fiction, and I think that's something that I I would like to to see. Yeah, I had a bunch of those as a kid, and they're important. Yeah, they are. So, um, we'll do you say have, do you have thoughts on a teacher. Yeah, I do have thoughts on a teacher. Um, I do have thoughts on the teacher. Um, the teacher is so we we get we start off. 
we get um Mr. Mulherin. So, or, um, he is the history teacher. Quirk. Oh, did you have different teachers when you were? Oh yeah, were... I guess not. I guess it was. I guess it, yeah. I guess at that, I'm thinking. I just kind of like a single teacher. I'm just thinking my whole childhood blurs together. <laughs> Mr. Mulherin, yeah. teacher. We're getting ready for prom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all shipping off to war. <laughs> um, Mr. Mulherin. I was working in the mechanist shop. <laughs> Uh, my father, the watchmaker. This was before the act. And this is when we revealed that this is all a Dr. Manhattan origin story. <laughs> you know, maybe our problem isn't doing vignettes that are too long. Maybe it's that we're just giggling and maybe chatting Maybe it's too much. that we're giggling and chatting. But I think that's we the joy of it. for four, four vignettes or seven if we get to it. Um, so Mr. Mulherin, our teacher, uh, his quirk is he wants too hard to be the cool teacher. Mm. but he is not cool <laughs> or like awesome. he is seven he is like 70s burnout cool i'm okay. picturing specifically because we've been watching wkrp in cincinnati because it's the week after thanksgiving so obviously we watched the turkey drop last week of like I the no i know some of those words i have no idea what the concept is um it's about a radio station there's an episode set at thanksgiving that's very popular and beloved okay. in my heart um, basically there's a character with like a mustache and like thick sunglasses and the sport, uh, the baseball jacket, uh, and is just like clearly, clearly like a seventies burnout who has been it, who is like grown up, but never mm. quite like shed it. Yeah. And is clearly like, all right, kids. All right, kids. So. And now we're going to pick um to pick a rite of passage. Oh, we need to know what he wants for Christmas also. What he wants. I I've got a stupid one. Go for it. Uh he wants uh he wants to kiss Miss Hutton at mm-hmm. the teacher's Christmas party. Yep. And like literally everyone knows that. Yes. Miss Miss Hutton knows it and wants it like wants it as well. But she wants him to say that he wants it, and he's trying to play it cool. He's trying so hard to play it cool. They could have been. Like, she keeps dropping so many a year ago. She keeps dropping so many hints. It's just like, am I going to mm. see you at the uh, part? I think. I think we intro. I think we intro. We watch him walking in, and he's like, got the thing. He's slumping, and he's like, oh my god. Miss Hutton walks by, like, am I going to see you at the party? Uh, am I going to see you at the party? He's like, yeah. I'll yeah probably I'll probably be there and she's like oh yeah I probably probably all right (laughs) and then he walks in and he's like all right kids um so you all got your parts for the holiday play we got two weeks to rehearse it's gonna be the week it's gonna be the Friday before Christmas uh so uh break into groups and rehearse or something I don't know Um, and I think we're, we're, we're in a group with, with our best friend. Definitely. Yeah. yeah I feel yeah. like we're in a group. that's like our little crew at school. Yeah, right. Cause you break into groups with your friends. Yeah, exactly. Uh, how many people do we want in our group? Three, um, four? let's go, let's go three. Cause then we have three. Cause that'll be our group. And then we have, and then we have the teacher. Perfect. Um, so, uh, I'm trying to think of a good name. I'm so bad at names. I can, I throw out a best friend. Cause I think I've got a pretty fleshed out one. Yeah. Feel free. Um, Kimmy, who is our best friend, 
she likes DC and that's a, like, that's a real, uh, a real fractious or a fracturous point in our friendship. What she wants for Christmas is, um, it actually just released. It's the death of Superman game for SNES, mm. which like, I mean, yeah, it's a pretty good game, but like Superman really. Yeah. Yeah. If it was like any other, if it was like a real superhero, like a Marvel superhero. Yeah. Right. Like, I just feel like the DC like superheroes, <laughs> if it was a Thunderbird <laughs> game, like that'd be really cool. Why doesn't Thunderbird have an SNES game? I just feel like if it was a giant size X-Men game, like that'd be yeah. really cool. Cause then you have all different characters. Yeah. Like at the arcade. Is that game? Yeah. Out? Yeah. That game. Yes. Out. Yeah. That game's out yet. Okay, cool. I just feel like, I feel like if you're going to play like a side scrolling beat em up game, you should play the <laughs> X-Men game at the arcade. Oh, meant to that. <laughs> uh, and then one other friend, I'm looking at their list of suggestions. Odd friend, class clown, popular kid, geeky kid, rich kid. Hmm. I'm trying to think what I feel like. Geeky kid doesn't call out to me too much because we've got a little bit of that yeah. on our own. We've got set. We have several. Yeah. Um. I'm a little tempted towards popular kid. I like popular. I was thinking about like, I was thinking about popular kid because like, hey, that's an archetype that I really like. Is the popular yeah. kid that is friend with friends with the geeky kids and is not yeah. ashamed of it. And be like, I had at least one or two of those friends growing up. And I think that's why I react so strongly to it. I, I transitioned super quickly from the geeky kid to the popular kid. So yeah. So the popular you know. kid. Yeah. So who's our popular kid? Uh, he, he, he needs like, like a super, like, uh, j- like, like a John name, maybe even just like John, John. Yeah. Johnny. Yeah. Uh, years from now he'll become john yeah yeah years from now john will invent some kind of new kind of plastic and Mm -hmm. things all kind of work out for him we don't come back to john too much yeah but this is john we called him johnny back then uh and he's he's like dressed uh, a little preppier Mm -hmm. than any of the rest of the kids uh but like not to the point that it's like a little embarrassing like he he carries it very well Mm -hmm. uh and he has like the papers because of course mm-hmm. this is just like a paper printout for the play. Uh, he has them. He's the lead. Uh, yeah, of he course. has them out. Sure. And he says, if Mr. M would just ask her, she would totally go to the party with him. I don't know why he doesn't just ask her. I see it and I'm nine. It's so silly. When we were in kindergarten, he was still like doing this. I'm 35 now, and I've got to be honest, I still don't know why he didn't just ask her. <laughs> Any, and then um, Johnny like leans forward, he's like, anyway, anyway, are you two ready to have your minds blown? And Luis is like, by the play? We read the play. We're not going to have our minds blown by the play. That. That's why you're not reading the play today. But we're at rehearsal. No, you're going to be reading this. And Johnny hands the two, hands hands our two best friends a book that will blow their mind. A book called Rob Liefeld's Youngblood, Issue 1. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I need to quick pull up the, the cover to make this, to give verisimilitude. Hold on, I think it's Rob Liefeld. I gotta make sure it's Rob Liefeld. I got it correct, and I don't have to. 
I looked up Youngblood number one, and it was like value of Youngblood yep. number no, one. That's the one, Youngblood number one. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's uh, this one? It's, that's the one. Look, look at it. It's so beautiful. It's beautiful. Even then, looking at the cover, I knew that this was something important. And I knew this was something that my mom would hate. She hated any time the comics got too violent. And there wasn't any real violence on the cover. They were sort of just standing around on what looked like a marble. With tiny little peg legs. But I could tell these weren't superheroes that were interested in saving people. These were superheroes that were interested in ending people. And I... It said on the cover, these weren't going to be, these weren't going to be mom and dad superheroes. This was the next generation of heroes. And if they weren't mom and dad superheroes, they weren't Santa's superheroes. Wow, Johnny, these, this is really cool. This is great. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) All right, now let's rehearse. So what, so, um... Okay, so okay. do we do we know what our three do we know what our three rites of passage are? Helping Mr. M <laughs> Ms. Hudson. I so we definitely have to do we gotta we gotta like see how the we gotta see how the holiday play goes. We have to see how the holiday play goes. I there is a part of me that is like, we need to teach Mr. <laughs> Mr. M <laughs> how to seek things out in his life. <laughs> we, had to, we had to fix we things to, for Mr. We had to fix things Mr. for Mr. M. <laughs> All right. Is that is that insane? Is that a stupid thing? That's our that's our here's okay, so here's the thing. Um we're talking about this. I think I think that's our big secret responsibility is like we've decided to do yeah. this. No. That's our first brush with failure. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Cause I I think I think spoilers, they will get together in the end, but I think like we've decided to take it on ourselves and, and it, it will not go not well. Succeed. No. Uh, there's a possibility that our failure will eventually cause that to succeed. Oh, it w- oh, it 100% will. But I think it's it, like it, so. The, so yeah, we've got our first brush with failure. We've got the holiday play. Um, oh, swearing in front of our parents, obviously. Mm, that's a good one. Because now we're in the now we're in the edgy comics. <laughs> edgy comics. <laughs> and then I think that'll be. I, I think, think that'll, that'll be, be good. I think that's three good vignettes. Yeah. So which one are we doing? I think we got to do brush with failure. I need to see how this plays out do, immediately. Do we want to swear in front of our parents or get in a fight? Because both of those are brought on by the edgy comics. They are. I don't see why we couldn't do both. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. I'm a little afraid we're going to fight Johnny. <laughs> we're so- we're for sure going to fight. Okay. Okay. Oh, can we do that first? Can we do can that we fight first? first? Because, uh, no, no, we got to fight Johnny later. Okay. All right. Okay. Should we start by helping so Mr. First... M? Yes. Okay. Um, so our first brush with failure. Uh, the vignette here is, so how this is going to work for the remainder of the vignettes, we have um, a few things that we're going to pick. We're going to pick a cast. We're going to say who's around. We're going to say where it takes place. We're going to say what's happening in the scene. There's a list of vignettes. And then we're going to pick the rite of passage in which we've already kind of picked out. Okay. So um, the vignette in this case is um, it's um, 
Uh, let's say let's say doing homework. Because I think that no rehearsals. There's a rehearsals. Perfect. There's rehearsals. This is a rehearsal. This is where we are going to. Um, so we we cut to, you know, we we have a montage. We cut to another scene of just staring at the giant size X Men number one six figure collector set, and then we cut to a rehearsal where the three of us are still sitting around going. So we've agreed on the plan. Yeah, it goes down today. We do it. We're going to save Christmas on three. My X Men. One, two. Can we do the Justice League? No, come on. We can't do Justice League. Justice League is okay. so dumb. I uh, don't. All right. I just young bloods. Guys, I just feel like I just young bloods. Young bloods. Young bloods. And the three of them kind of just so, like the, stick their hands in the middle. Like one of them's <laughs> in a fist, one of them is a flat hand, and one of them just grabs the fist. <laughs> and then it pauses. One, two, and it pauses. I still hadn't read Youngblood yet, but we'll get there. <laughs> oh my god, how are we doing this? Three! Uh, and so the, the stage is all decorated with uh, yep. just like definitively Christmas decorations. Um, yep. The, there's a, we see some flyers that say that they're like, that this is a holiday play. Um, yep. And it is like definitively not. Like the school is just, it, they have said holiday play they are putting on a Christmas play and people yeah. will be angry at them later, potentially. Uh, but mm-hmm. they're pretty sure that they can get away with it up until the day itself. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the teachers involved in it don't really care that much. Yeah. The admin yep. will have to deal with that. And the admin have seen the printed flyers. Um, Mr. M has got his feet up and is like, just staring at the ceiling. All right. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, uh, action or whatever. And oh, what what costumes are are we in costumes or not yet? Um, we are we are not in costumes. Okay, but yet. we will be because we have to we have to save the costumes for yeah. the night of. Um, so Johnny like claps uh claps Kimmy on the shoulder and says, the two of you have got to got the two of you have this. I'm trusting you. We can make this happen." And when we get a pause, never in the history of people saying wrong things has anyone said anything is wrong is when Johnny said, we've got this. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, Johnny goes up on stage and starts into his like Christmas monologue. And we awkwardly walk on stage (laughs) Doing an improv scene, which is by nine-year-olds, <laughs> and is obviously by nine-year-olds of like, I like you. I wish that you would tell me you liked me. Oh, but I won't. Well, then I don't like you anymore. <laughs> and Johnny's like, No, they've lost their moment of love. <laughs> this was their one chance, their one holiday Christmas party, where hearts and minds come together, where people have a chance to find true, lasting love. And then Miss Hutton walks in, <laughs> having been running late. Uh, and so Mr. M stands up, and uh, in the, the one swear that this movie is allowed, uh, says, What the hell are you kids doing? 
And it's just like all three of us looking and just like shocked faces staring at Miss Hutton. She's looking, she just waits for a second and goes, what the hell are you kids doing? <laughs> uh, I really, uh, just, just do it again. Just do it again. I really like you. <laughs> and we just run. We just run back. Johnny starts again. No, and then no, no. Kimmy runs backstage to start it again. And Luis just stays on the stage frozen. And he's just like staring at Miss Hutton. And like just babbles out, I really like you. And <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. And Kimmy just does not come out. <laughs> we hear a door slam. She's, and she's, out. she's halfway to the art room. Uh, Johnny, Johnny starts covering by the situation and just starts loudly and theatrically doing his big monologue. <laughs> and uh, I think Louis just like opens his mouth and closes his yep. mouth. And Mr. M says, Hey, Luis, uh, why don't you swing by the principal's office real quick? It sounds like uh, there's some things you want to talk out. Uh, you're not in trouble or anything. Just <laughs> uh, this is a play. This is a rehearsal. We kind of need this time. Uh, you're not in trouble. It's all good. Just uh, I don't know what you're doing. So we cut to a, we have we cut to a, like it's like a like a montage playing. This is specifically playing like Christmas rapping. So it's like fun Christmas music or like poppy music as mom comes, picks up a blubbering (laughs) Louise. (laughs) We see a child of the principal explaining and mom's face is just like, oh, okay, sure. All right. (laughs) He's never mentioned Miss H. Yeah, he didn't seem particularly interested. No, we can talk to him about about all that. Yeah. Uh, we're just seeing shots of like, you know, the dreamscape with the Vaseline on the lens of like mom and dad snapping Colossus figures in half. <laughs> Santa Claus is just like sweeping whole tables of X-Men figures into a bag. <laughs> Mom's uh, Col- Apocalypse's voice coming through with mom, like grabbing Nightcrawler and just. <laughs> I... That was great. That was great. Very embarrassing. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> very, very good. So I actually have a really strong yeah. idea for um, swearing Sounds in front good. of your parents. Um, this is um, this is a family dinner. This is um, this is a family dinner. It is nine days later and it is the war. It is the great oh, dad yeah. rap war. Oh, no. And it's it, it just says like. I think I think in that scene, like we saw the scene in school and it like it just popped up like a quick pause of like T minus six days. T minus four days. It's like rehearsals and then T minus it zero clicks days. From the one to the zero. <laughs> As it, it like it says T minus one day. Like it starts it clicks like minutes. It's like T minus six minutes. And um it's a family dinner. Everybody's laughing and drinking. And it's mom, dad, Raph, Mateo. Luis are just all sitting around the table and it's we would have never known it's funny how you always remember where you were in certain key historical moments you remember the moment where everything changed this was our Kennedy assassination this 
was the great dad Raph Four. And we're all laughing, laughing, and Raph, and like, you know, we get a quick montage of Raph doing that a few times. You're like, yeah, no, I, 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 oh, is this, is this a Christmas story? Oh, I love this movie. It's, it's, it's so much better than Muppet Christmas Carol. Dad, you like scrunches a empty beer can. Oh, wait. And like, we see a few of those. And finally, we're at dinner and we're just laughing, laughing, laughing. And dad is like, yeah, no. So I, uh, I bought myself the, um, I bought myself the Bassmaster 767 and it's, uh, it's great. And mom quietly, like, just dumps a potato in her mouth, like, sure you did i'm sure you bought it for yourself <laughs> and then raf goes <laughs> that's a pretty good one i mean i think that i think the 820 is a little bit is a little bit better it has better control like it, it reels a little quicker but like i think the 767 is a really strong model. great for a beginning uh for beginning fisher <laughs> t-minus zero seconds dad puts down his fork leans in a beginner yeah it's got a I'm sorry. You I'm. I'm sorry. How many fish did we catch at the reunion last year? Uh, how many fish did we catch at the reunion? Uh, you know, man. We, we, I'm catching fish all sorts of different times. Nate, say the number. Say the number, Raph. I'm not. I'm not gonna say the number. It was seventeen. And you know how many I caught? I'm. It looks like you're getting a little heated under the collar. You know it was 11. It, you know it was, it was 11. 10. Oh, oh, it's 10. Oh, yeah, you're just going to casually... Look, just because it was a little bit smaller than regulation, you you're going to tell me I didn't in, even catch it. And that means you never caught it. Oh, my God. It is illegal to bring in a fish that size. It is illegal. Now you're going to come at me saying that I should be committing crimes? This is outrageous. This is outrageous. And we just cut to Luis. I had to take a drastic measure. I had to do something. This was the moment. Crisis. A crisis was breaking out in my household. This is the moment the X-Men had been training me for. No. This is the moment when I was going to become one of the next (laughs) generation of heroes. What the hell are you doing? <gasps> and everybody just like stops. Mateo has like food in his on his fork and it just drops into his drink. I like that hell is the swear word we're going with. <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you just? And it's now full disclosure. I didn't say hell. But Full disclosure, neither did Mr. M. <laughs> we had to make some changes. <laughs> well, you're... You're Helen done pooed my, my butt off. I'm sorry? Dad is... Dad has his hands in his, over his mouth like... Uh, Mom is just like... There's just heat. Like, it's like red like coming up her neck everybody has quietly itched their chairs away from mom like in the background there's a radio playing uh mm-hmm. and uh it switches over to uh that's me in the corner from rem and yep. raf stands up and he just like it looks like he's just trying to like excuse himself and he just goes hey uh, 
I'm just going to go turn that crap off. And she... You take that. And she slams her hands on the table and just like (laughs) points at his face and says, that language, we never use that language. You come in here using that language. (laughs) And and (laughs) we cut to a close up of Louise. We just like, I, I had figured in my nine long years of watching Uncle Raph antagonize Dad and Dad take the bait, <laughs> that it was going to be Dad that finally chewed him out, that finally let him have it. But Uncle Raph went and did something that, frankly, no one would ever do since. He stepped into Mom's turf. And we cut back just in time to hear, Automatic for the people is a straight. There is not a mistrack on that album, and you know it. Those are the those are the lyrics of the times. And you will step into my house. You will tell me in my home that those are that there's that this you. <sighs> she just quietly walks off and snatches the radio and then, walks off with it. Sorry, I've got an sits idea. Down and goes, don't then don't use that language. The strangest things happen. Please. Then the strangest thing happened. A savior came. Not Santa. Not Jesus. Mateo. And Mateo stands up and just like slams his hands on the table. And he points at Luis and says, You, room. He points at Dad. You, living room. He points at Raph. You, kitchen. And we all just, like, there's like a bead of silence and then everybody just slides out of the chairs and goes and sits. And we get a montage of all of us just sitting there perfectly still, not looking at anything. And mom just like quietly bobbing her head and just like, and it's like, and, uh, we did not see each other for the rest of the evening. We all went to school and work separately the next day. And when we all came home. It was a Christmas miracle. We all just pretended that the great dad, Raph, we all pretended, hold on. We all pretended that the Raph mom war was just the dad Raph war. And we all silently agreed that we would never, ever badmouth REM in this household again. Perfect. That, oh wait, I've got one more line. For All right, me. let's do one more vignette. That year, right, please. Mateo got it. Oh, wait, what was the name of the the? Do you remember the name of the fishing line? Uh, the Bassmaster Seven Sixty Seven got exactly what he wanted. The Bassmaster Seven Fifty Seven. Was that right? Seven Fifty Seven. Mom had already yes. bought it for Dad. Sure. But given that Dad bought it for himself, Santa bought it for Mateo. So I think the last one that I want. Well, no, I want to do a quick one. I wanted to do a quick one nice. of getting in a fight because I think I know what it is. That night, um, so we get that night, is is it's dead quiet in the house, right? And it's you know what they say about not even a mouse? I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that mouse was as terrified to move as the rest of us. And we just we kept him fly quietly reading. We see him finally like look over, grab the copy of Young Blood number one and go, It's time. He flips the first page and we get this quiet shot of him reading and we get him to read the last page and then he just looks up and then we cut to the next day and he walks up to Johnny and, and Luis just goes, that book was bad. 
What? That young blood was bad. It was odd, and like the characters didn't really joking? like make sense. It, no, young bloods is cool. Maybe you should. Maybe you should just read an, an X Men comic. Maybe you yeah, should read, read a good comic. Cyclops and Wolverine, and he just like tosses it to the side. <sighs> and we watch it fall and fall in like we watch it fall in slow motion. And Louis just says, pick it up. Pick it up? Pick it up. No. You pick it up. No, you pick it up. I could. And we cut to a shot and Louis has all of the X-Men standing behind him. And then Johnny has all of the young blood standing behind him. And there's just like a thunder crack in the sky. And then we come to the montage shot of mom picking up a blubbering, a blubbering Louise. And this time she's like, no, okay, this is a, no, I promise that, no, this won't be a, I understand this is the second time. Mm-hmm. No, I, uh, look, are you going to suspend him or not? Because, okay, fine, fine. Detention, detention, uh, uh, an after school detention's fine. Just tell me when to come pick him up. And I think we get like a brief little shot. I'm probably not going too far into it. Just like a brief little shot of, uh, of Johnny and what's wrong with you? of Johnny and Louise sitting in detention next to each other. And they're both just like sullenly looking at the paper in front of them where they're supposed to be writing something. Uh, and. Johnny like writes a little note and passes it to Luis and Luis opens it and it just says more like Superman. And Luis like kind of laughs and just writes back Superman and Buttman and hands it back to Johnny. And they look at each other and they quietly nod and they're like, you know, we may not have been the best of friends, but sometimes the enemy of my enemy is my friend all the time. You know, it comes up. Yeah. And so there's a brief moment where, so now we're riding in the car, right? We have one last vignette. Do we think we're going to do the holiday uh, play? What do you think? Do you want to, or? I think we got, I think I want to end on the holiday play and then go into the epilogue. Cause I think like there's a shot in the car where it's like, it had to be perfect. I had gone to the principal twice, twice in the span of a month. It had to be perfect. This had to be the greatest holiday play that has ever been put on. This had to be my crowning achievement. Because if I could pull this off, maybe, just maybe, I could get my hands on the Giant Size X-Men number one six-figure collector set. We, we get a shot that shows Mr. H. And nope. We get a shot that shows Mr. M and Miss H. And they're like casually talking to each other again about whether they're going to attend the Christmas party or not. Uh, and like they, they leave, they leave each other's, uh, they leave the conversation and Mr. M just like walks up to Luis and w- what ridiculous costume is Luis in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Luis is a oh, Luis is a tree. Like Luis is a Christmas. Luis like, is a some Christmas people that got tree. Lucky and they're undecorated. He's decorated. He's got yeah. like hanging glass balls hanging off of him. 
Which also means that yeah, he's and like which also means move. he's like center stage the uh, whole time. And Mr. M just comes up and says, Hey, uh that was actually kind of brave of you, kid. Thanks. That's not gonna happen, obviously. But like you know. Obviously. You gotta But that was a uh, that was Helen Brave. Thank you. You should stop <laughs> using that word around me, because I'm a child. Eh. Hell that. Good luck eh, out there. Hell that. Mm. Break a break a leg or something. <laughs> uh, break a leg? Was that an option? Could I have broken a leg? Oh my god. If I broke a leg, it would end my it would end, it would end everything. I wouldn't be oh my god. And we got to like an extended shot of the play happening and just a close up on his face as as we hear lights and music of just like and we just hear this whispered monologue of like, if I break a leg, oh, my God, it's going to. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If I break a leg, if I break a leg. Hey, and then like then suddenly like he looks up, there's clapping and he like quietly bows. And as he bows. Yeah. The whole tree like it's it's real top heavy. So he just falls and, ru- tumbles right off I think the stage. Last, I think our last scene is maybe at his home on Christmas day. It, he definitely has a broken leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, so this is our epilogue. It's Christmas day. We've gathered around the family for the tree uh, and we're doing a gift exchange. We're going to take turns describing things. The family gets okay. nothing should be what the protagonist is hoping for. Um, so, so what, so let's do a real quick round of what everyone got for Christmas. Yeah, that's true. We, we, we know Mateo got the Bassmaster 757. Um, we what is what does mom get? I don't want her to get something bad. I kind of want her to get the REM tickets. I want her to get the REM tickets. I think she gets them and she she yeah. gets them and like you know the the video with the kid getting the N64? It's that. Like Mateo opens the Bassmaster and like starts to be excited and looks to dad Thank and you. he just kind of is like, yeah. And so Mateo goes, Yeah. And then mom opens open and immediately after mom opens the tickets, just <laughs> screaming and <laughs> yeah, um, he's, he's doing karate. There. <laughs> Raph is there. Raph, uh, Raph unwraps a bottle of like nice rum. It's a, it's a maple rum. It's aged in maple <laughs> barrels. It's very nice. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's very good. Um. We cut to uh, we cut to Luis, who gets um, like one of those uh, from the gas station or from the newsstand, yes. like five packs of comics that you pay by like three dollars for. And it's like an old 80s Justice League. Like, Justice League <laughs> I love children. that we set this up to like just dump on our favorite comics. <laughs> right. And Luis, so Luis gets like and this and he's like, Rav, Justice League. Uh, Rav can totally see that Luis is disappointed. And he's like, I've got this. And he, he's got like, hey, I got yep. one for you too. And he tosses him a, another wrapped comic and he opens it up and it's Youngblood's number one. The next generation. <laughs> I love that. The next generation yeah, that's of not heroes. A kid's book, I'll tell you that. That's not a kid's book. Should we read it first? No, no, don't worry. No, it's fine. It's good. And so, like, all the gifts are unwrapped, and Luis is sitting there dejected, and finally, like, we get a close-up of Dad's eyes, and, like, one eyebrow raises, and Mom, like, we get a close-up of her mouth, and, like, it grins a little bit, and they nod at each other. 
Hey, uh, what's that little gift over there in the corner? The one in the white paper. That's not, uh, it's not one of ours. And white one with a little, with a little tissue paper, a little string. He cracks it open and it is pristine in the fold out box that has the, the glass paint or the plastic, the clear plastic panes. So you can see all six figures that's patterned after the cover of giant size X-Men number one. It is the giant size X-Men number one, six figure collector set. And Luis is just like sitting there on the couch with his leg up. And like, he's got like, he's got a black eye also from the fight with Johnny. <laughs> and he just like is holding this collector's set, the the giant size X-Men number one, six figure collector mm-hmm. set. And just like rests his head against it. And like, it zooms in on his eyes and that shot from earlier of like, if only we had, and then there's an explosion as Banshee and Sunfire and Thunderbird and Fi- and Storm and finally Colossus and Nightcrawler. And there is a 90s X-Men Storm like, like beaten and beat like mm-hmm. battered down in a corner somewhere because he's yeah. got the animated yeah. series Storm. But this is the original exactly. appearance Storm. It's different. Storm. <laughs> they, all, they all fly overhead and finally Colossus and Nightcrawler come running behind and Cox and Cox goes, no. They are the coolest! And Colossus is, and Nightcrawler turn to each other and are like, we're superheroes, and sometimes we fight each other. Duh, but it's alright. And they high-five, and then like turn to <laughs> punch Apocalypse. <laughs> and, it's just, and we cut back, and he's in bed, still holding it to his face. Um, one last bit of misfortune is, um, <laughs> let's see, what's the last bit of misfortune? Oh, I think the last bit of misfortune is that is that Luis is fucked up. No, I think that is that is probably the misfortune. I think I think like we just see him in bed holding it, and he's like, you know, it's it was it it this was the first Christmas where it wasn't just about me, and we get a brief shot of the the teachers' party, and. Uh, Mr. M walks and Miss Hutton grabs him and looks up and there's a mistletoe and they just kind of look at each other and Mr. M finally just shrugs like and it pans over to to Johnny who has like six issues of young blood and it's just like they've scattered them around as he's just tearing through them and he's like oh my god and we cut to Kimmy who's got like Superman Batman like all the Justice League figures and she's like this is the best day it's like the, it was it was the first time it wasn't just about me. And that's why it was the best Christmas ever. Perfect. Perfect. That's wonderful, Jeff. That's it. And that's a cat's game. game. <laughs> wonderful. I'm so happy. This is such a good game. Oh, that was delightful. Thank you so much for having me on. This was so much oh, fun. Oh, thank you. And thank you to thank you to Adam Robichaud for making this game. Uh, I'm so happy that this episode is going to be out on your birthday so you can listen to it. Oh, that's going to so be real exciting. good. Happy birthday. I'm so happy. Uh, thank you, Brandon. Thank you for coming on the gay show and playing it with me. Thank you so much for having me on. I love coming on. This was a delightful game and I love having a chance to just geek out about comic book stuff with you too. <laughs> I know it's really good. It's really good is the thing. Yeah, it was delightful. So real quick before we wrap up the show. Uh, I didn't even ask you at the top of the show if you've got anything that ho- anything you got going on you want the audience to know about. So, Brandon, why don't you take a moment and let the lovely listeners at home know about anything you got going on you want them to know about, and then also where people can find you and your work online. I'm super famous. Everyone knows me. Um, it's fine. I am the author of Pasión de las Pasiones, a telenovela PBTA game, which is going to be 
kickstarting in 2020. So keep an eye out for that. I'm so excited for it. You're going to love it. Brandon, I'm backing it on day one. You know that. Thank you so much, Jeff. That means so much. I'm really excited for people to get their hands on the, the new and improved version because some changes have been made that make the game so much tighter. It works so much better. I'm so excited. Uh, I also am uh, one of the two heads of the Stop Back and Roll network of shows. We do shows that really focus on telling stories in new ways. We have Stop Back and Roll, which is a game design show, which is where Pasión Dos Pasiones actually came from. And we have Protean City Comics, which is an actual play podcast of Masks, which if you are a big fan of Party of One, you've already heard one episode of. Because there was a Christmas Protean City episode that was on the Party of One feed. This is true. And Jeff, you have been on Protean City Comics, and it's it was delightful having you, and I want to have you back soon. I can't wait to come back. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not directly involved with it, but uh, also Game Closet by Taylor Labresh is also on the network. You should oh, one totally of my favorite check podcasts. it out. Uh, I'm sure that you've talked about this before on this podcast many times because it's phenomenal. Everyone should check it out. It's, imp- it's important. I use the word important yes. for it because it's good. Absolutely. Uh, and other, my other stuff, you can find me at brandonleongambetta.com or at bleongambetta on Twitter, uh, where I give fewer and fewer opinions, but try to do more and more like design coaching. I love it. Brandon, thank you so much for doing the show. Uh, in case, I'm going to say it to you now. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. I'm so happy that we got to do this together. Thank you very much, Jeff. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you, too. And to all of your listeners, I hope everyone has a phenomenal Christmas season. Uh, and with that, I'm going to throw it back over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take it, future me. Thanks, past me. And thanks again to Brandon for coming on to the show. That was, you know what? That was one of my favorite experiences of the season. And I, it made me so utterly happy. And I think you can hear the joy that I have on that episode because it's very, very, very good. Be sure to check the show notes for more information about a Christmas story game, as well as all of the podcasts, games, everything Brandon is working on. You can find all of that information in the show notes. And be sure to follow Brandon on Twitter at BLeonGambetta. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Then like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast. If you enjoy the show, consider leaving us a nice iTunes review or a Podchaser review or a Podbean review. Wherever you listen to podcasts, there's probably somewhere, somewhere that they like accept reviews. Review us. It helps people find the show. You can also tell a friend about the show, give us some love on social media. Any of those things help new listeners find the show, which helps us do bigger and better things. You can also support the show with cash money at paypal.me slash jeffjstormer. Jeff Stormer was taken. At ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer or patreon.com slash jeffstormer. All of those things help new listeners find the show, which helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things. Another way to support the show is to support the other two podcasts that I produce, one of which is also dropping on Christmas Eve. That is... Talking Nog is a yearly tradition honoring a yearly tradition. We look at the past, present, and future of everyone's favorite eggy, creamy, boozy, spicy Yuletide treat. We look at some listener photos, we share some listener stories, we answer listener questions, we learn a lot about eggnog, and maybe, just maybe, we have some fun along the way. You can find new episodes at bit.ly slash Talking Nog, because I will not pay for hosting for Talking Nog. The other show that I produce is All My Fantasy Children, which is a tabletop-inspired storytelling, world-building, and character creation podcast in which my best friend Aaron Catano Saez and I take a listener-submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at allmyfantasychildren.com. Party of One is, as always, produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. Music for this episode comes from the song Christmas Rap by Kevin McLeod. 
If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, coming onto the show, press coverage, or you just want to tell me your favorite holiday tradition, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Have a happy holidays, no matter what you celebrate, even if it's nothing at all. Remember to take care of yourselves and each other, especially in the darkest, coldest days of the year. And until next time, Christmas party on, everybody. (laughs) ¶¶